my name is Miriam, your host at the Holy Life Podcast. This space is here to uplift, guide, and encourage you. As you listen in, you'll find relatable experiences, guidance, and practical tips that can help you as you navigate the difficult seasons of change, loss, waiting, whatever season you're in. Together, let's notice the ways in which God is near and how His goodness is still showing up for us in the midst of this season. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening. Welcome to the Holy Life Podcast. My name is Miriam. I'm your host here. And today we have an awesome guest, my friend. Oh, my gosh. We've known each other for how long? (laughs) Over a decade. (laughs) Like, girl, I think even more, right? Because we're 40 now. I think we're, were we partying together when we were like 16? (laughs) I think so, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, friend, why won't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and um, who you are. Hi, I'm Caroline, and my I identify myself as a child of God. I am His daughter first and foremost. Um, but I, of course, I have other titles here on Earth. I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm a girl mom, and my daughters are so beautiful. I'm really into health and. I develop healthy recipes um, that taste amazing. But like I said, my number one identity is a child of God. And, you know, I'm learning more about him and, and, you know, and following him and, you know, being faithful to him. Yeah. And how long? Okay. So did you always grow up knowing that, like that knowing Christ and knowing that you're a child of God? Is that something that you were brought up with? So I don't think I did not grow up in like in a religious home. I definitely um, grew up in a spiritual home um, and not not because of my mom's doing, but it was definitely my grandmother. She always Mm -hmm. had um, conversations with God and her plans (laughs) and throughout her day is just like an ongoing conversation with God. And at the beginning, I didn't realize that she was speaking to him. I was like. Abuelita, who are you talking to? You know, I was thinking, I thought she was going crazy. Um, <laughs> like, mija, hablo con Dios, con Dios. Con oh, Dios. I love it. Todo con Dios. And she'd like talk to her plants and talk to God. So, but it wasn't like, um, it, it wasn't like I grew up in a, you know, religious home. It was just like, I saw that connection at a very young age and it, it like it stayed in me. So I feel like that's how I started to believe in God. Um, but I wasn't like the type of person that would like open up the Bible and read it, you know, to gain the wisdom. It was just more like, oh, I believe in him. And I would talk to him the way my grandma did. Mm-hmm. That and was the introduction. Yeah. Thank God for grandmas. Thank oh my God, gosh. For yeah. grandmas. And, and they're faith and probably their prayers for us right because now they're they don't get to see how they've been answered like the full of it but their prayers have been answered because I'm sure our grandmas really prayed for us oh I think yeah both of my grandmas I believe yeah definitely prayed I I obviously God was listening and answering at his time but they definitely did they prayed yeah thank God so tell me about um 
where you're at right now and is there a struggle that you wanted to share with us um, as far as like what increased your faith? Like what made you like think like, man, God really pulled me out of this one. So I feel for me, um, one of my biggest battles in life and something that I have seen God working and still currently working and my healing journey, because um, there's been a lot of healing that has taken place, um, has been with mental illness. Mm-hmm. So at a very young age, I'm going to say like back in elementary, back in elementary, um, I developed an eating disorder Mm. and, um, you know, I saw a psychologist for it later on in life, but it didn't really help, um, because it was like, it was a, it was like deeply rooted in insecurity and low self-esteem and, you know, things that happened to me as a child, I was know violated as a child I was molested so I started to get like this at the beginning it wasn't hatred towards my body but it was like an insecurity and a feeling like I felt dirty and I didn't feel um worthy and um so the eating disorder you know it started to grow and it was like the the talk, like the internal dialogue that I had at a very young age, the things that I would say about myself. And so at that time, I, I just let it grow that darkness. I let it explode and it became this huge monster inside of me. And it spoke awful, horrible things about who I was and how I was just not, um, I was not valuable. I wasn't, um, loved I how I was ugly and how I was this it was just the 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 talk the negative the negative talk it was just mm-hmm. all negative and um I believed it and I let it you know play on repeat on a on a daily basis and I think that looking back if I had if I had known God like if I had just opened the Bible and started reading his truth and started like having his wisdom, like I would have been able um, to take in that power back. But because Mm -hmm. I didn't have that, I didn't, I didn't have anyone in my life um, that could steer me to that direction. I, um, I just suffered for over 15 years. I think 15 years of, of this horrible self, you know, internal, this negative internal dialogue that just played on repeat. And so it wasn't until I met, you know, certain individuals in my life. And I think that, you know, they started praying over me and God started showing up little by little. And I actually started, you know, to open up the Bible and, and read his truths of, of who I am, like my identity in Christ, um, and just like his wisdom, like little by little, like I started to let go of the lies, like the lies of the enemy, the lies that my mm-hmm. was telling me. Um, I started to, you know, uproot this these negative thoughts and I started to replace it with God's truth. And that's what started to empower me because I saw a psychologist, I saw counselors and nothing, nothing, nothing could take me out of this darkness. Nothing. It was, it was all God. Wow. I'm so sorry that you went through so much. I, 
I'm so sorry. And I'm so happy to see that you're still here. I know that it takes a lot of courage to share. And I just want to commend your courage for sharing because I know it's not easy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you. And I know that you're not alone, you know, and how you feel. I know that many of us have experienced, you know, so many horrible things. And gosh, thank God for Jesus and his saving hand. Yes. Yeah. So you started diving into the word and is there like a scripture that you're like, man, this like hit home big time. Like this really transformed the way that I thought. I think the one, the one that, um, you know, I am a child of God, but there's the one that says about, I am wonderful, wonderfully and fearfully created. Yeah. You know that one? I don't know. Yeah. I think that one, like, um, I do recite it a lot. Yeah. Because a lot of my, a lot of, a lot of what was going in my head, it was based on insecurities and lies, like lies of, you know, lies that the enemy obviously placed there. So I need to constantly like remind myself on a daily basis, who I am in God, in Christ, like, I need to do that on a daily basis. And and I feel like everyone should be doing that, um, you know, just to fight the enemy and his lies and whatever fictional story you have going on, mm. you know, on repeat in your mind, like definitely, you know, with scripture, you can, you can replace it with scripture and the truth, you know, God's. And that's so key what you just said. You just said that fictional story you have replaying in your mind. Oh, yes. It's because it's it's fiction. It's fictional. Like if it, wow. it doesn't come from God, if it doesn't come from what he said, then it is a lie. And you need yes. to it is a big lie, a made up lie. It's fictional. It does not belong in your head. And um, that is key with me is like renewing my mind daily. Like I have to renew my mind on a daily basis because I can fall into old, not old patterns, but like definitely like the residue of, you know, think about, think about what, how I thought for 15 plus years. Like that is something that I fed for 15 plus years. So now like, every day that I wake up in the morning, like it is like my number one thing that I look forward to is like talking to God, reading, mm. um, even if it's like, just like reading for 15 minutes of the Bible or yeah. small little plan. Like I have to do that. I, that is like, that's like my weapon against this world and the lies and the stories that my mind wants to, you know, play sometimes that is like my weapon. It, you know, God is my weapon <laughs> against that. His word. Oh, I love it. And what can you tell me? So you mentioned, you know, having an eating disorder. That's something that takes a long time. It's like a constant renewal, right? You have to constantly work at it. Um because yeah. I've had disorderly eating patterns. And so it's a it's a struggle to like continually like change your relationship with food and with your body. What are some of the guardrails you have placed in your life um to prevent or I guess to help you not fall into that pattern anymore. What do you protect yourself with? Well, I mean, I just, I just really, um, 
I just kind of like, I give it, I do it for Christ. Like I, I want to respect my mind, my body and my soul for Christ. Like that is like mm. on earth for him. Like mm-hmm. the, the vessel he gave me. And for me, it's like a, a respect thing. Like as, mm. as long as I am respecting my body and I'm eating healthy and I'm giving it these like nutrient dense foods to feel good and to perform better and to, to think, you know, to think healthy. Um, I do it for him. I I'm doing it for him out of respect for him. Um, and because obviously I want to be healthy for my family, Yeah, um, but it's more, it's just more of a respect thing. Like, okay. like I want to respect my father. I want to respect you. Like I've disrespected my body for this, these many years. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to respect you, God. And I do it for you. Yeah. Um, awesome. like, and it's just more like why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for him. That's your why. Like he's my your- why because I'm doing it for you. Like I, I'm, I'm showing you respect. Yeah. So would you say like you've totally surrendered your body to Christ? Yeah. I mean, I've surrendered my body to Christ. Now there are days where like weird thoughts can pop up, but I know where they're coming from, and I know they're not true. So that like I know that it it can never steal again um my focus like I'm never going to focus on the negative side even if a negative thought comes up like um what the other day I ate something and I was like this weird thought popped in my head and it was along the lines like um you shouldn't be eating that because it's too late and Mm -hmm. I what like shut up (laughs) shut up I'm hungry I'm gonna eat like shut up mine you know like what do you know you know I'm um it it was it was just it was it was a stupid thought and so I knew right away like to say shut up yeah it's not from God it's not that like I'm hungry I haven't had dinner like I came home late because I had to do some shopping and it was so late and so back in the day I had like Back in the day, my eating disorder days, I had so many rules, like food, like you can't eat after yep. six. And um, so it was like after six. And of course, I eat after six all the time. But for some odd reason, on that certain day, that thought popped up. And I was like, what? Like, shut up. <laughs> like, no, you don't get to come back. Whatever that yeah. voice is, get away from me. Yeah. And I and I did say, um, blood of Jesus protect my mind. Blood of Jesus protect my mind because I didn't know where that was coming from or yeah. what was popping up. But I knew that it was not cool. It wasn't from God. It yeah. was somewhere else, and I didn't want it. And I was going to put it in its place right away. Yeah. And so, how? What are some of the things that you've discovered about yourself, like in the process of? And as you're growing in your faith with Christ, like, what are some of the things you're discovering, like, that God says you are? Um, you know, that I'm beautiful no matter what, no matter um, what the scale says. Um, there's beauty in me. I am worthy of love. Um, you know, I'm his child and he's here for me. And And basically the one thing that plays a lot in my head is like I'm beautiful no matter what no matter what my size no matter what I eat that day yeah. um, 
I'm beautiful. And that's one thing that growing up as, you know, a child and later on in adulthood, I never did feel beautiful. I yeah. never, like I was enough or I never felt beautiful or I felt like dirty. And, and I know I'm not dirty. And I know that what happened to me as a child is not my fault. First of all, that's not my fault. And I am not dirty from it. I'm not dirty because someone else decided to do these things to me. Even though I felt dirty, I'm not. I, I'm not um, whatever I thought I was back then. Yeah. Very, very true. You're not. That's so awesome that God has really transformed the way that you see yourself and the way that you think. And especially today, it feels like, Gosh, it's getting worse and worse <laughs> out there. It is, definitely. And more than ever, we really need to be protected by the word of God and, and really come into knowing like who we are in Christ. Yeah. And I, I'm so happy that you get to share that with your girls, especially being girls, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and another thing is I feel love. Like I, I never felt like, like love, like in a genuine way, never did. I, I just never felt like I was good enough to be loved. And of course, um, looking back, I know why. I know why. Um, but that's one thing um, as I'm getting to know God more and I'm walking this journey along along with him and just reading his word. Like I just feel, I feel loved and I feel enough to be loved. Yeah. And what, um, how... How do you speak to your girls about God, like being girls and all the pressures that we have in culture to look a certain way? Um, how do you what are some of the things that you teach them? Well, they not really they're not really aware, like they're not really aware of that side of the yeah. culture because they're homeschooled. So okay. they're very like if I compare my daughters to people to children that go to actually to actual school. Um, they have a, they're so innocent. Oh, that's so good. She is 12 and she's so innocent. Like yeah. she said that if I put her in a room with a three-year-old, she can play with the th three-year-old. Like there's no age comparison. Um, but, um, it's like, it's not something that they're really exposed to because mm -hmm. they're not in that world. I mean, I don't know if I'm sheltering them too much, but I, in a sense, I am protecting them, but they're not in that world. They're homeschooled and they have like this nature program and um, they're, we're really into nature. And so I don't know, I have, I guess I haven't um, had to have that conversation with them yet because yeah. it's not in their face. Yeah. Uh, but we, we do talk about um, a lot in this house is about like, respecting our body and like let's eat food that is going to help our brain think better like our brain think better or let's eat foods that are, are going to energize us today and we can go on that you know to a nature walk or um when i do discuss health it's always about foods that make you feel good versus like if we eat this we might get cranky afterwards or we might have an attitude problem or we might have meltdowns um but um yeah i haven't really had to discuss so much of that yet because they're not in 
in a regular school setting. Mm -hmm. And and in a way, it's kind of good, to be honest, like it's, it's kind of good, because there you are preserving their innocence. And I think right now it's, it is, it goes away too fast. For sure. Yeah, it, I, I think it does. I think like the way that they grow up and um, even like the school setting or just like whatever interactions they're having in that school setting. Um, I mean, I remember being in elementary school and the kind of co- the type of conversations we had back then. And, and now it's worse. <laughs> you oh know? Oh, it's so like these little kids are acting like adults. Um, and so, yeah, they're not exposed to that. They're not. That's so good. So if someone were to be listening right now and that is struggling, like you have struggled, what would your like main advice be? How would you encourage them? To wake up in the morning and dedicate your morning time. Like if you have to wake up a little bit early, do so. This is so important. Like start your morning with God. Mm. up your phone do not turn on the news um do not let any of the worldly energy be like the first thing to get inside of you like like in the mornings renew your mind every day with the word of god um because that there there that is the strength like your mind like can be a place of war Mm. or beautiful garden of flowers and you get to decide every day and the way you get to decide is by renewing your mind with the word of god Mm. i think that's so important for anyone wherever you're at whatever you're battling whatever insecurity you have in your head whatever lie you have been entertaining like you need to uproot those negative thoughts and you need to replace them with the word of God, which is truth. Because yes. it's just a lie. Yes, I love it. I agree a thousand percent. Oh, gosh. Well, I want to thank you for sharing some your story. Thank you for sharing. You're such- welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank you for being so open and for saying yes to sharing um, a difficult time. I know that it hasn't been easy, but I love to see you growing in your faith. Oh, yes. And I'm going to continue. Like I'm this girl is not I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. uh, Well, let's let's close in prayer as we end the episode for a friend that is listening that needed to hear this to know that they're not alone. I'll close us up in prayer. Thank you. Just be in agreement with me. God, I want to lift up my friend that is listening right now that is maybe battling the same things that Caroline battled with, God, would you stir something in her heart that will lead her to you, God, to look to your word, to want to know who she is in your eyes, God? More than anything, would you grow um, just this desire to get to know you more? And as Caroline did, to grow in her faith and to also grow in understanding that you don't change your word, you don't change your mind about us, that you are a good, good father, that you are there waiting just to catch us and to meet us where we're at. We thank you, God, for this friend listening right now, and we bless them in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you, Caroline, again for joining me today. 
And thank you, friends, for listening to the Holy Life Podcast. Make sure you come next week for another episode here. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Holy Life Podcast. Share this episode with a friend who needs some encouragement today. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please follow us on Instagram at The Holy Life Coach.